we're going to learn a little bit um, tonight from Gemara uh, in Masechet Rosh Hashanah, the Talmud that is uh, talking about um, different topics that are all surrounding the main topic of that volume of that Masechet that is about Rosh Hashanah, the first day of the year, um, based on the Jewish calendar. By the way, the first day of the year um, is the first day to creation. The first day that in Genesis it been said yeah, that, that Hashem like created like the world in the first day, the first day. So that is the first day of the year. Everything is um, is based on uh, the Jewish calendar. It's like based on on the true history of of creation based on what that is written in the Torah, in the Bible. Um, so here in, um, in that section, so it's written, it's talking about the verse in Shemot, um, that it's written about Moshe and Hashem, that Hashem passed up on the face of Moshe. Like Moshe asked him to, forgive and the people of uh, the people of Israel for their sin and Hashem passed up on him it means that Hashem was hovering upon Moshe and then Moshe said Hashem Hashem the merciful father the merciful God in Hebrew it's called um the nefilat apaim of Moshe, those are 13 um, aspects of kindness that Hashem shown Moshe when, Hash, when Moshe asked forgiveness for the people of Israel, Hashem revealed to him, to him, to Moshe, how merciful and kind he is. So when Moshe saw Hashem's kindness, he expressed it. He said it, he spelled it, and he said, Adonai, Adonai, El, Rachum, Vechanun, Erech Apaim, Verav Chesed, Vemet, Notzer Chesed, Laalafim, Nosavon, Vapesha, Vechata'a, Venake. So those are the 13 aspects of kindness of Hashem. And Moshe saw that Hashem opened up to him and revealed that unconditional love, those 13 wide gates of kindness to Moshe for that forgiveness that was asked by Moshe for the people of Israel. So on that verse, there is a discussion. Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said on that, if that verse would not be written, we would never dare saying something like that. If we wouldn't see that Hashem himself revealed to us his enormous love that he opened up, that he revealed himself, that he shown his kindness to Moshe, that he hovered up on Moshe, we would never dare to say something like that about Hashem, that Hashem will go so far towards us, towards Moshe. And it is teaching us 
that revealing, that kindness of Hashem in the verse is revealing to us that it was as if HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the maker of the universe, wrapped himself with a talit, like the, the, the master of prayer in the synagogue, like the shaliach tzibur, the one who makes the prayer, the main person who lead the prayer in public, and shown to Moshe how to pray, the order of prayer. So Hashem became, the maker of the universe, became a tutor, a teacher, a rabbi to Moshe. Moshe is asking something, and Hashem is giving him an example. Okay, so you should, you hold your talit like that, and then you wrap yourself with the talit, and then you stand, and you do so and so. Like, Hashem was like a, 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 a nanny in kindergarten for Moshe. Like, you want to know? Okay, no problem. I'll break it down for you. First you do this, and then you do that. Like, babysitting him, like tutoring him, taking him one step at a time, walking hand in hand with him, teaching him the order of prayer. And he told him, and Hashem told Moshe, as long as the people of Israel are sinning in front of me, they should do that thing, and I'm going to forgive them for all their crimes. Hashem gave a solution to Moshe. Listen. As long as you see that the people are weak, they're sinning, they're falling, I'm going to give you an advice. Every time that they sin, that's what they need to do. And when they will do that, I will forgive their crimes. And what is that? That is that prayer that we are repeating those words, Adonai, Adonai, El Rachum Vechanun. Those are 13 expressions of kindness of the Maker. And twice we're mentioning Hashem's name. And we are calling Him twice, not because, God forbid, He was not hearing the first time. And we need to call Him second time. No. The second time is a higher level of calling him. It, even though that the name Yudke Vavke, the name of Hashem Adonai that we're saying is written in the same way, it's still targeted in the second time to a higher level. And that's why we need to stop between the first time we're saying Adonai to the second time that we're saying Adonai. And we're not saying Hashem, Hashem. We're saying Hashem, waiting a bit, and then saying Hashem again, because we have different intentions. If we would say twice, it would, God forbid, aim to something off and wrong that we're not aiming and targeting to that at all. So because of people's mistakes, we're making that clear separation between the first time we're calling Hashem to the second time we're calling Hashem. And by doing so, we are inviting greater kindness, greater mercy. And then we say, El is one of the names of Hashem that represents kindness as well. Rachum, merciful. Vechanun, that is fast to forgive. Erechapaim, very patient. Verav Chesed, and full of, of grace, of kindness. 
ve'emet, and truth, that in truth he is a forgiving God. El rachum v'chanun, el chapayim v'rav chesed ve'emet, notzer chesed, he is keeping the kindness, means that he remembers the kindness for generations, means that if you're, great-grandfather, great-grandmother did something wonderful for Hashem, Hashem will keep that in mind for her, their granddaughters, grandchildren in the future for that kindness to keep shining for generations because Hashem zocher, he remembers, notzer chesed, he keeps the kindness of people to keep on passing on the goodness to the next generations as well. La'alafim, to thousands, means that a, an act of kindness can stay and reminding that kindness and protecting the, 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 the children for 1,000 years, for thousands of years, la'alafim, and for thousands of people means that like one person gave charity that was very inspiring and that charity will protect thousands of his great-grand-grandchildren in like hundreds of years later on. They will all be supervised and protected with that blessing and protection based on the act of supreme and wonderful and inspiring act of kindness of their great-great grandparent from earlier generations from before and on so 13 aspects of kindness so now the Gemara is explaining Adonai Adonai I am for the person before he will sin and I am standing with him sticking to him after he sinned for waiting for him to do tshuva so that's the simple explanation why we're saying Hashem twice. One is the ideal Hashem for us, like, okay, yeah, Hashem, you're with me. I'm with you. Everything is good. But when the person failed and did something wrong, so he's falling to a place of forgetfulness. His eyes are being sealed and blocked, and he's not so sure that he's so close to Hashem. So that's why we're calling Hashem again, for you to know that Hashem is with you even if you fail. So you see, it's a higher level. Why it's a higher level? Because it's for people in a lower level. So how can it be a higher level of Hashem? Like that you need a stronger light to illuminate thicker darkness. To lower places, you need to throw stronger light. So a stronger aspect of Hashem's godliness is being sent for those who sinned and now regret and wants to come back to Hashem. So that's the second time that it's written Hashem. El rachum v'chanun, erech apayim v'rav chesed v'emet, amar Rav Yuda, Rav Yuda said, there is a covenant on those 13 good attributes of kindness that they will never come back empty-handed. Means that if a person found himself in trouble and he said those words, Adonai, Adonai, El, Rachum, Vechanun, Erech Apaim, Verav Chesed, Vemet, Notzer Chesed la Alafim, Nose Avon Vapesha, Vechata, Venake. 
don't worry we're going to make a short clip from that as well and we're going to post it for you to be able to keep it in your small pocket in your jeans po change zippo pocket for you to be able to draw on that card in time of need don't worry if you use that you your prayer will never come back empty-handed it will most definitely bring a salvation for you Rav Yuda said that and it is based on a verse and on that the next verse over there is of Hashem that said I'm setting a covenant on that means I guarantee that it will work for you Hashem said all the conclusions of our holy sages in the oral Torah are all based on the verses the power of the sages is that they were able to understand the will and the meaning of the verses. We are blind to see. We read verses and we don't understand. Like if you remember yesterday when we spoke about Moshe and the explanation of Rashi, the commentary on the last verse in the Bible, that he opened and shed such great light to explain to us what was the meaning of Hashem in saying those final words, in front of the eyes of the people of Israel that Hashem reminded us that Moshe was strong and powerful enough to choose to break the tablets like he was talking about the tablets none of us would come to that conclusion that it was about the tablets at all but Rashi had that knowledge to understand the deep intention of Hashem by saying those final words to sign the Bible with those three words, Israel, that it was about the act of breaking the tablets in front of the people of Israel. So there was a greater praise in it than just that it was in front of the people of Israel. Rashi knew how to bring it out. He based it on his wisdom and true knowledge of true understanding of the verses and Hashem's intention in them. The sages of Yudah, Rabbi Yochanan, those great giants, pillars of light, they were able and they had the privilege, the merit and the authority to interpret the verses and to bring those deep, solid, fundamental understandings for us, for later generations, for us to understand what the Torah is talking about. If you go, God forbid, not you, if someone have in his past learned Christianity, you can see over there, that they are just like uprooting verses from their source, translating them in free translation, doing whatever they want, like a fallen angel, like, hey, guys, where, where did you brought that from? Oh, yeah, that's Lucifer. Like, where did you brought those names? Like, you, like making up whole stories, fantasies, uh, uh, dungeons and dragons, fairies, flying around the world and like making up stories different communities different legends everything is based on 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 the culture of of the of the villages that they just conquered and like softening their theories to like melting the theories to the legends of those people and suddenly you have christmas joined christianity that was supposed to be based on the bible and suddenly um, what's the, what's the other name of this crazy holiday that they're celebrating now? Halloween, another Christian holiday. No connection to Christianity that I in the in the in the root 
was supposed to be based on Judaism. Now they have an old grandpa with white beard that is riding on chariots and deers, and they all have wonderful names, and he has a red nose. And like, okay, like amazing stories. Like, where did that come from? There is no root to all those legends. And okay, it's good. You want to do it? Go celebrate. Be happy. Have fun. Put your gifts in socks, hang it on trees. No problem. Not arguing with your customs. Have fun. Like, really, I don't care. Like, enjoy. Spend a wonderful evening with your family. Beautiful. I don't mind. I really don't care. But is there a real root? Is that tradition really based on something? Like, what are you talking about? Is that Christianity? Christianity that was based on based on what you want to say that were Yeshu, Yeshua um, methods, teachings, like whatever. Everything is broken. Everything is scattered. Everything is really not based on anything else. And that's very unfortunate. Judaism is different, very different. Everything is based on the root. Everything is tied and connected in perfection to all the rest of the verses, to all the rest of the books, to all the rest of, of the teachings. And they're all like one layer on top of the next. So, so we're good. Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said, Tshuva is the most powerful thing of them all, that it cuts, that it breaks heaven's uh, judgments, like decrees from heaven's court from a person that sinned for like for years, but when he's doing tshuva, atonement, when he regrets for his sins and he starts to come back to Hashem, then the tshuva has the power to break all the judgments and all the... Um, and all the decrees that were set upon him in the time that he was sinning. That's it for tonight. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and your friendship. I appreciate you and your goodwill to join us and to do good things in the world. May Hashem influence his great inspiration into our hearts for us all to wake up and to understand how to reconnect ourselves with him as souls and to come back to our roots. Thank you so much, everyone. May Hashem bless us all together as one. Tomorrow, we're going to have our wonderful podcast that uh, unfortunately we were not able to, um, to broadcast last week. And hopefully tomorrow it will take place in, uh, in great joy, talking about controversial topics. Um, join us on Wednesday. We're going to talk more about our personal prayer course talking about Tito Bodedut, walking step-by-step, step, learning how to connect ourselves in prayer with the maker of the universe. 
not based on books and prayers that were written by other people as great as they were just based on our inner expression the individual connection with the maker through the individual prayer it's called titubodedut in hebrew so on wednesday we're going to talk about that on our live session thank you so much emuna.com e-m-u-n-a-h.com contact us at info at emuna.com and may Hashem answer all your prayers with no doubt as fast as possible as soon as possible with no obstacles and no challenges and no difficulties at all amen may it be his will amen <laughs>